morning and thank you all for joining in today's podcast. I wanted to dedicate today's podcast to sub-usage limit, which simply means the value that has been given to the amount of a sub-loan that you may have already used from a prior uh, award. This only affects prior students, and if you are a new student, this will not affect your um, subloans um, until the subloans that you were awarded have been dispersed. So if you are at an institution and you're just starting, then the um, subloan that you've been awarded, once it gets dispersed, that's when there's a value given to your sub um, usage limit. Um, what I want to concentrate on because of the type of files that I typically am processing are those for students who are transferring from maybe a four-year college to a career or technical school for a certificate or licensure program. So the example would be that if you were in a four-year program, completed your first year, you would have a sub-usage value of 1.0. If you transfer to a career or technical school, and, and let's say that the program that you're going into is less than one year, so that would be less than 900 hours, that means that you would end up um, having to um, be re-awarded. Um, and if it was a 720-hour school, program, I should say, then you would get the full amount of the loan, but it would be in an unsub form. Uh, it appears we have a call-in, so hold on one second and we'll link you up. Hello, you're on the line with Dana from DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services. How are you today? Oh, I guess I lost you. Okay, so continuing with um, the topic, if you want to call back in, I'll be more than happy to, to talk to you. Um, going forward, so in the example again was a 720-hour uh, program, and so that would work out to be 2800 in a sub-loan plus $4,800 in an unsub-loan combined, it would be $7,600 and again it would be awarded as an unsub because you had already used um, the sub-usage limit uh, for the program. Now the figure that I gave you, the $7,600, is for an independent student or a dependent student that has a confirmed plus loan denial. Um, if you are a dependent student and you are looking to enroll, and again, it's the same circumstance, you've already used one year's worth of a subloan um, and you have the sub-usage limit of 1.0, then you would be limited to a combined total of it would be total of $4,400 in an unsub loan. Um, I always like to check my figures just to make sure I'm given the right information. So, um, And so that is 
how that would work out. Now, if you're a student who is transferring from a four-year college with more than one year completed, but the program you're enrolling in is longer than a year, so let's say you're going into a 1,500-hour program, there is a good possibility because of the sub-usage limit, um, maybe for that program, it's usually 2.5. So if you're going from, say, a um, two-year program at, uh, for an associate's degree, but you didn't complete it all the way, and your sub-usage, maybe it's at 1.5, then there will be sub-eligibility for the first year of that program, the 1,500-hour program you're transferring into. But if you're going in, when you go in to complete your second year, then the remaining loans are going to have to be awarded as unsub. So it's a good idea to make sure that if you're coming in as a transfer, that you talk to, sit down and talk to your financial aid advisor and, you know, they're going to ask you if you have prior history. They're able to look it up on NSLDS. Um, however, some of the um, institutions may not have access to the more updated um, history, which is located in the Department of Education system called COD, and that stands for Common Originations and Disbursements. And that is the most up-to-date. It's more up-to-date than NSLDS. Um, a couple of the files that I did um, process um, these past couple of weeks, I kept bumping into the sub-usage limits, and um, one in particular stood out where this individual also had substantial loan, um, existing loans. Um, and there are aggregate loan limits that um, play a big part of what can be awarded for students that have um, maybe been continually enrolled and um, just haven't found the, the degree that they want to obtain. Um, and we will go over those in um, more in length in another uh, podcast that I'm scheduling. But you just, again, need to um, be informed of your own loan debt that you have out there so that you don't have any surprises. The other, um, on the flip in the, of the coin though, is, is that the financial aid advisors, it's also their responsibility to be fully knowledgeable in this area so that when they are enrolling students, um, they're able to actually give them the correct calculations. And most of them are, but if you're new to the financial aid um, industry, this is something that um, came about a few years back. and. Uh, the calculations and the math and so forth, um, it, sometimes it's hard to estimate and so it's just better to um, have a better handle and the best way is to make sure that you do have access to the COD system um, in order to be able to bring up your student's file um, so that you can look at what the prior history is. And the other thing that that will tell you as well, which NSL will not, is whether or not there's an overlap in academic year with your loans, with the students' loans. So, um, again, that comes into play with regards to how you're able to be awarded. And um, that also can um, also uh, have a diminished amount for your eligibility. So, if you're in a um, less than one year program and 
you've already got an overlap in academic year from another institution and maybe that overlap in academic year is not going to end until you graduated with your certificate for the program you're enrolled in, your eligibility could be greatly diminished. And so again, you just want to be prepared for that. And for the financial aid advisors, um, if you have a student that's in that situation, the better benefit for the student is, is for them to hold off enrolling until that academic year ends instead of enrolling them and then they be shorted on the aid that they need um, because again they may not be able to pay out of pocket and your tuition is not going to be adjusted accordingly so that means that that would set them up for payment plans to have to have um, and be able to um, pay um, the institution after graduation and maybe they won't be able to. Um, so having said that, um, that's a little bit about sub-usage limits. Um, I can tell you that we do have a um, training series that we're starting um, next Friday and that is going to be a webinar um, and if you are interested in signing up, the um, address you can go to is our website which is D asfinancialaidconsultingservices.com and we have a virtual training academy that we have just launched and our first training series will begin again next Friday. That's Friday, March 13th at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and the webinar recording will be available to those that are um, interested in subscribing. So maybe if you can't attend the actual webinar but you'd like to subscribe, it's going to be $97 a month. You can cancel at any time, but that will give you some information that you're able to um, help you go through the process of, as a student, knowing what your award in process and how this all works for us in the financial aid. And for financial aid advisors, it will help you prepare for the 2020-2021 award year. Um, along with the webinar series, we'll be providing you with the um, documentation that you'll need to provide to your students. Students, you will also have access to it, so that will prepare you um, for your financial aid appointments, making things a lot smoother on both sides. Um, and the other thing I'd like to announce that we're pretty excited about is, is that we will be launching our YouTube channel. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we'll be put holding um, a launch party for that uh, coming up within the next couple of days. Um, just putting the finishing touches on the channel, but that will be free access where you can have um, access to videos that will help prepare you for your appointments, um, helping you complete the 2020-2021 FAFSA, um, the information that you need for that, how to complete um, verification and so that is another um, avenue or resource that we are going to be providing along with the continued of the podcast and um, one other thing I'd like to touch on briefly is is that um, this Sunday is actually International Women's Day and uh, there is a great link that we have shared um, on our Facebook page that um, actually was posted um, yesterday from one of the career schools in Las Vegas. Um, the link is actually from their local news channel and 
and it um, focused on how uh, women in construction are needed. And uh, the career school is Advanced um, Training Institute in Las Vegas, and uh, they teach and offer programs in HVAC, electrical, and also automotive tech. So if you're a woman that is in that area and are interested in those lines of work, um, it's a very lucrative career fields, all three of those that I named off. Um, they do also have a personal fitness um, training program that I am aware of as well. Um, but you should check them out and uh, get your certification if you're interested and then get on out there and uh, make a difference in the world. Um, so having said all that, again, thank you for joining in. Um, it's greatly appreciated. Um, your support is to continue the podcast is also greatly appreciated. And if you're interested, we also have um, an area on the podcast where you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Um, and become part of the show and um, help us to continue to grow and your feedback is always greatly um, appreciated as well so thank you again take care and I hope you have a great weekend